Miami sun, she won't get a tan. Ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right times. In Miami sun, she won't get a tan. Ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right time. She looking Oh yeah, I did. I did see that. I, I was. Um, I thought it was a pretty good trade, but I do kind of need the running backs right now. Can I hear the details? Can I hear the details? I said, would you do Keenan Allen, Corey Davis, Devontae Booker, or Miles Gaskin for James Robinson? Keenan Allen, Corey Davis, or Miles Gaskin. Wait, like, like three for one? Couldn't give up James. Nah, you probably don't need it. Nah, it, I need the running back depth. I can't. I can't. I can't rely on Chase Edmonds, or Hurt, Dalvin Cook, and Josh Jacobs right now to carry me to a championship. Oh yeah, nah, James got to stay. Out of that, out of that group, James yeah. got to stay. He's definitely the most consistent there out of that group. You Oddly enough, I mean. on, and on the worst You're offense. Like crazy yeah. Yeah. And they're always going to lose, so he's always going to be in a pretty good situation to help his team. As he should be. Dude's a, dude's a baller. But welcome back to episode seven of the season two uh, of the Zone Talk podcast. I'm your host, Jamel. I've been here before. Uh, I'm with Donovan, Rashad, Nap, Devon. Whole squad is here today. It's been a while. Uh, but how are we feeling, fellas? Feeling good. Another week in football. Another one, another one. This is probably the first week where I'm like, all right, it was just a good week of football. Yeah, like, not like a lot of like. It wasn't nothing insane. Blowouts. I know it's a lot of lopsided. It was games. nothing insane. Nothing insane. Patrick Mahomes didn't score a touchdown. That that can be considered insane. That's some like alternate universe type. Like yeah, yeah. That's nah. wild. Three points. Anyways, nah, this was this was a crazy kind of week for football, and there were some weird ass uh, scores at points to this. Yeah, a lot of fives yeah. in the in the scores. A lot of safeties. Yeah, it was it was pretty odd to see, but nonetheless, um, I mean, every week is a good week uh, in the NFL. You get to watch a lot of games. There were a lot of teams on by, uh, but there was still a lot of good football, and some teams are you know making that playoff push, putting themselves in position. Um, you know, shout out to guys like my guy Andy Steck. Uh, he's a Bengals fan, and his Bengals are now number one in the AFC. Uh, yeah, the Bengals really do look good. I mean, Jamar Chase, like, he's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, he's definitely been uh, one of the biggest probably stories of the league so far. The most receiving yards ever for a player through seven games of the season. On pace for over eighteen hundred yards, which would shatter Justin Jefferson's record. Oh, wait, you said ever? Yes, ever. Like no other player has ever done what he's Yo. done in seven <laughs> games as a receiver. Not just after <laughs> after a year <laughs> off of football. Yeah, yeah. Remember when he couldn't drop? Or when he, all he did was drop yeah. drop balls in preseason, and everyone wrote him off. Yeah, yeah. Yo, the Bengals really look like geniuses right now. They do. They do. Um, 
And we've already given credit where it's due. We've credited them for, you know, getting Chase over Sewell, uh, even though, you know, we were some of us were big advocates for, you know, shoring up the O line. But yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was definitely, on that I was train. talking crazy. No, sure. I was too. But I, I also yeah, I advocated for the crazy. for the um Jamar and Burrow. Yeah, I mean, you well. could see why they wanted. We knew why they wanted to do it. We just didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know it would bring up this much value <laughs> to the offense. Like this looks like a different team with him there. Like he just I don't know if it's trickle down effect, but other guys are playing well. Like Uzoma. their defense is playing pretty well. Uzoma came out of nowhere again, and uh, you know, showed the wheels off uh, one more Humphrey time. Crazy, real quick. Yeah, Jamar Chase eight catches on Marlon Humphrey. I think one sixty five and yeah, a touch. Yeah, one sixty five and a touchdown allowed. And Marlon Humphrey owned up to it after the game. I, I think he tweeted something out. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure, but no, he did like like on like Taylor Lewan type of time. Like he, he didn't he didn't he didn't <laughs> at him and be like, "Yo, you're the savior of my football career." Thank you but. for humbling me. <laughs> <laughs> that yo, that was so out of shit. pocket. Yeah, can't forget that one. We'll never let him live. Yeah, one. he was just like, "Nah, I gotta be better." Like, okay. like this is on me. He like, said, "Thank you for exposing me." Taylor, yeah, Taylor Lewan did not yeah. Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For all the fans in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see Marlon Humphrey saying something like that. Taylor Lewan is crazy. But um, nonetheless, great win for the Bengals, um, especially in a, uh, against a divisional opponent in one of the toughest divisions in the league. And now you're tops in the AFC. And, you know, who would have thought yeah. after yeah. seven weeks that Yo, the Bengals would be here? Shout yeah. out to them. Quick side, quick sidebar. I asked, I asked Nat this the other day. Um, do you guys think, like, Drafting quarterback wide receiver combos are going to be a strategy moving forward. Yo, I, I had a crazy. To copy I was about to say like I had a. Sorry, no, go ahead. Like people are definitely going to like try to copy that blueprint, but like the success that they're having, like it's not going to be e- easily like. I mean, first of all, you have to have a quarterback the high caliber of Burrow, and then a receiver with the high yeah. caliber of Chase. I mean, we don't see that often, but I feel like the next opportunity we do see, I bet the team will try to maybe copy what they see yeah, going it's like on rolling now. the dice and getting two sixes like, but that's well, but I that's was, like very unlikely i was gonna say though like i was thinking back to i always say how the builds have kind of have that blueprint for a young quarterback in terms of the bills going out and getting digs yep. which helped with josh josh allen's development a lot and then the Bengals going out to get chase and now burrow's like Probably had the well, best yeah, game of his yeah, career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Sense. So like, yeah, not from the same school necessarily, and all that. Like, you no, know, no, like, no, no. I'm just yeah. talking in terms of like yeah, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. no, identifying out. the the right combination between like a high caliber quarterback and the yeah. receiver, but or what, even just a receiver to elevate the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So but that, what? But it, what? Like the Bengals specifically are doing right now is like historic, like thus far through through these seven yeah. weeks. So, like for for them to like you said. To a quarterback and a receiver to go to the same school and like in college and ball out on Saturdays and then NFL same school they're still like still chemistry. same connection it's like still yeah. there yeah yeah they ain't played in two years and hadn't lost the, lost a step since they was at LSU yeah. Yeah. so that's, crazy. that's just like very impressive to me and um yeah it doesn't want to go uh. You know, unnoticed. Uh, Joe Burrow played especially well against the Blitz against Baltimore. Baltimore loves the Blitz a lot. Uh, brought that same blueprint to um, the Cincinnati game. And Joe Burrow, 
is out here having a stellar season himself, too. Like, you know, outside of – it's not just Jamar Chase making Joe Burrow. It's Joe Burrow also elevating his game um, in other ways as well um, and keeping them competitive. So it's nice to see. Yeah. And uh, I think I think this, uh, this win from Cincinnati is like – Helps the well makes the case for this division being the toughest in the NFL. I think. Yeah, definitely. Because the Steelers are they're on the you know up and up a little bit. Yeah. They won three in a row, I think. Um, and then Cincinnati with a statement win over a team that just beat another top team in the AFC. So overall, we were, me and you were talking about how the AFC is like a crazy competitive conference, and how like any any team. You know, one through seven, those seven spots, all competitive teams. And I think from the stand, from the the playoff picture standpoint, we got Cincinnati at number one. Um, we got the Raiders at number two, Titans at number three, um, Buffalo at number four, Baltimore at five, uh, Chargers at six, and then the Browns. Like that's gonna change. Like you're gonna see. I think going forward, after after this win from the Bengals, like. The playoff picture is going to be all over the place, like up until through week seven. Yeah, because uh, you got the Bengals and Raiders at five and two, or Bengals, Raiders, and Titans at five and two. Bills at four and two, coming off a bye. Ravens at five and two. Chargers at four and two. Like two, three weeks from now, you add one or two more losses to these teams, and they go from one to five, four to two, three to seven, and it's like it's going to be a whole new team, especially when you consider that the Chiefs. Are near the bottom, uh, at eleventh right now um, in the AFC. Third AFC West at three and four, um, and out of those bottom teams that they're all next to, Broncos, Jets, Jaguars, Dolphins, Texans. You know which team doesn't belong. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what it looks like at this point. Yeah, and um, you see the Colts above them. You just know like the Colts. They're better than the Colts. Like they can beat the Colts as well as the Pats and Steelers. So it's just like the Chiefs are just like in a weird spot right now, and like. Yeah. It's just hard for me to like be like, yeah, nah, they're trash. But like, like it looks like they're putting out some like pretty bogus football right now, and like, but I'm sure, that, you know, win some games down the road and keep themselves competitive and like compete for a playoff spot. At least I'm hoping they do, because if they don't, then it's just like a big question mark. Huge question. That would be that would be <laughs> it's like because what's going on like ever. Yeah, <laughs> but like, like I mean, I mean the only thing I'll continue to say about the Chiefs and where they're at is. I know that I wouldn't want my team to play them. If I think my team is one of the top yeah, teams. Yeah, they're still explosive. Yeah. They still have the number two passing yeah. offense in the like, league. Like, if, again, like if Kansas City messes around and gets like a, a seven seed and they're the number two team who's probably regarded as the, a top team in that, that conference could very well go home that first round. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? If they play Kansas City, like I think Kansas City is just like that one splash play away from just being back. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, no, in terms absolutely. of how that offense goes and the weapons that they have. like. But at the same time, you know, week after week, we've said it. Like, the last few weeks, you know, we say, like, they catch yeah, an L. It's, it's like, like a consistent like, struggle. Like, something's, yeah. like, wrong. Something's like, wrong, for sure. Yeah, and it's like, they got to figure it out internally. I was talking earlier how that defense um, is just not playing at the level they played the last couple of years. And those holes just aren't as forgiving as they were before. Or, or probably, um, yeah, more unforgiving now. Because, you know, offenses are capitalizing on it. And then their offense, a lot of the plays that Pat Mahomes has made in the past two years, and there have been spectacular plays where it's just like, all right, how did he do that? Like, you shouldn't yeah. be able to do that as a quarterback. 
you know, what a lot of like stats people are going to talk about is that regression is that he, he was he was prime candidate for regression at this point. After all the splash plays and all the plays you've seen from him where it's like, how did he do this? It's like, damn, luck is on his side. Now it's like, all right, it's kind of turning the tables a little bit. Not to the extent that it's going to affect his play long term or anything, but it's just like he was due for a few bad plays. Yeah. And now we're seeing that, and yeah, it's just like literally just showing us that he's human because he's yeah, really exactly. been like on some different shit like this exactly. whole career. So it's like, all right, like they're like three and four, and like we got all these questions. Like there's teams that are like literally winless, like the fucking yeah. Lions. Like they got bigger questions, honestly. But, oh yeah. man, yeah, For yeah. Sure. We'll get to them because <laughs> they're they're just like a fan favorite team at this point. It don't matter who you're a fan of, you want the Lions to win the game. I feel like yeah, I, honestly, like I. Jared Goff was like in that game, and then it just came down to like the big moment. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey just like took it from him. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. damn, bro. Ironic. They they always in the game though, and you know he yeah. picked him all the time in practice. So it was just another day at the office for him. Yeah, he can never finish off. Yeah, I I don't think. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, like I'm not too worried about him. They gave him a ten ten year contract for a reason, yeah. and like we all know it, but. It's the Chiefs as a squad that I like. I'm concerned about because, like, you think about it, like, you're playing against the Titans. You go into that game plan before the week. You're like, all right, where we got to stop Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry really ain't even go he, crazy like he that. Average three yards a carry. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so that line look kind of crazy. That's so stopping Derrick Henry, if I've ever seen it, exactly. You you just slow a man like that down. But to get beat the way that you did, twenty seven at the half. Ryan Tannehill's airing it out like. I don't know. That's that's and more that's, troubling to me. That's crazy to think about too, because the t- the Titans didn't score in the second half. Like, yeah. like they didn't put up any points. They just held the lead, and the Chiefs just scored three coming out of yeah, the. Yeah, honestly, that just screams like, round. just looking at the the box score like through the quarters, like, it's just like lack of effort from Kansas City. Yeah, like, there's I, no. It, it doesn't seem like there's an. Ex- you can't really excuse that. Like. And then you think about the and then you think about the injuries that the Titans have. They they're missing corners. They're missing like uh, their defense allowed three points yeah. to the Chiefs like, with like three yeah. missing corners. Like bro, like, like that is nuts. Yeah, something's up in, in KC. That like. didn't even make sense. Like Travis Kelsey played decent, but Tyreek Hill was locked down for most of the game. He didn't yeah. do too much. Yeah, and so it's like, damn, like where was the offense at? But you know, that's just one of those things. Like you know, you just understand that. Anybody's anybody's a candidate to be in a position that they've never been in before and lose a game they never thought they'd lose or, you know, take a bad L like this. Like, who would have thought the Chiefs wouldn't score a touchdown? You wouldn't have told me before the season the Chiefs wouldn't score a touchdown by week seven, and I, I would have said he was lying. You a lot of money on saying that <laughs> the, Chiefs, the Chiefs will score in the, what, three points? Yeah. Only three points? Chiefs be held to only three points. That's That's crazy. Yeah, I know a lot of betters took some L's because of this. So, nah, don't look at me like that. Some people, I wasn't even talking about you. <laughs> some people real close. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, like, in the grand scheme of things, personally, I'm not worried about them. Like, But I'm, I'm a little concerned right now. But long term, like, I can see them picking it up very quickly. I, again, I think they're one, one of those, like, a big play away to just you know getting everything back on track. So, but they did like to that point. The way that the Raiders are playing, the way that the Chargers are playing, like I don't know if they have the luxury of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they might. 
They might have an, just the like just we've seen. We've seen the Raiders fizzle out, but this Chargers team, I don't know, man. I mean, and they they've had. You but, know. but if either one of them loses a step along, that's the thing. Like the Chiefs gonna be on your ass at any moment. So you say that. I mean, I get I get what y'all. If saying. there's any team that could go on a winning streak, for sure. I think it's the Chiefs. For sure. Yeah. E- even regardless of, like, who they have on their schedule, I think they'll win probably – I think they have, you know, ten games left. I think they'll win probably at least six or seven of them. Um, yeah. So, nonetheless, they're going to get in the playoffs. Like Rashad said earlier, this is not a team you want to play early in the playoffs at all, um, especially if you think your team has, like, yeah, championship put those, hopes. They'll, they'll put those hopes to seat real quick. Yeah, and <laughs> once that happens, all you got to do is go on a streak and win one game at a time and – you know, it's tough when you look in Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Pat Mahomes, and saying, like, damn, like, it's going to be a long day, regardless of what their record is, what it looks like going into the game, whatever. So, but if they, they – I think this week they play the Giants. and uh, Yeah, so I, like, when I saw that they was getting smacked, I looked. I was like, I'll see who they got next. I saw yeah. the Giants. I was like, all right. Yeah, they if should – If they struggle with this challenge – Prime time, like, too. Prime time. Yo, they, night, if so. they lose to the Giants – that's gonna we be are just having a whole different who, conversation. Who just, who just won, what, 25-3 or something like that against the Panthers? Yeah. Like, like, I don't yeah, they know. They better come out swinging. Like, they got to set, set the tone. Like, like we're, having a, we're having a whole different conversation because it's the Giants or because they just dropped four straight. Both, because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. You tell me one of them, like and one of continues against the Giants, like yeah, like the, the. I feel like all of this doesn't seem as real yet because their playoffs hopes are still intact or with where their record is now. It's not like they're going to be the number one seed, but they can definitely still be in the mix for a playoff spot. They lose to the Giants, and with the record they have, the schedule they have after that, then it's like okay, they could like actually skid out of the playoffs. Which is when it's like, all right, like what happened to Could you could you pull up could you pull up that chief schedule real quick since we on it? Yeah, they do have a tough schedule you're talking about. Yeah, I mean I mean I think what you and Nat were talking about last week, man, like they've been playing some real teams to start yeah. off their to start off their season, so I mean their whole schedule's crazy. Nah, I don't get no easier, bro. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> at all. But I see they can still, you know, do their thing. But <laughs> definitely. Oh my not be gosh! Easy. Especially with the way that things look right now, they're still playing the Bengals. They're still playing Cowboys, you know, the Ste- like Steelers, Raiders Steelers. twice. Yeah, like it, they have a hard schedule ahead of them. That's why. That's why this is such an important Chargers game to win in L.A. Yeah, like it could be. Can we just can we just fast forward? Like, what if? What if they don't make the playoffs? Can Someone. we predict? Can we predict what the world is going to look like? Like what? <laughs> no, I'm serious because like you know people Herbert, are going to be going like, really crazy. Be saying like he's here and like he's another like quarterback at the caliber of Patrick Mahomes. Like he kept him out of the playoffs. Like that I think, would be huge for I him. Think, I think they're saying like from from a Kansas City Chiefs like organizational standpoint. That's is that we all getting at? Right. Like, Cause I can I can imagine like that's what I was thinking like something's going on as Jamel mentioned internally if if this continues then you can only imagine that something's not right because obviously the weapons are there and the Chiefs are a team that you expect to be at the top of their conference every single year for as long as Patrick Mahomes is on that team so for them to not make the playoffs at all then it's like something's up. For real. 
Yeah. Is it an Andy Reid thing? Because I feel like he's he's a great coach, in my opinion. Like, I mean, the good thing we got we got a lot of games to play, and they right. gotta have a chance to yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to prove I mean, it. But the they law of averages. Go down like a little stretch right here. I mean, they really need to get it on track against the Giants. They gotta handle the Raiders because did they lose to the Raiders early in the season? No, they got two. They got two games against them. All right. Well, they definitely need to handle the Raiders, but that's not like a team that they can just get out of the way anymore. Yeah. So, Raiders, honestly, the Raiders have been surprising me. Yeah, they're a competing. Because at at one point it looked like they were kind of, you know, going in the wrong direction as far as this season, um, especially <laughs> <They were>. after. <laughs> Especially after with what happened with, with Gruden, I, I kind of felt like you know all the morale with that within that team was just kind of taken Who's away. Who's the interim guy there now? I honestly couldn't tell you his name, but I'll get on that. But um, I think he has. They won two in a row. Yeah, I think so they lost their first game without Gruden, and then they beat they beat Baltimore um, Monday night, week one. Um, but they're five and two right now, nonetheless. So, as far as them as a team and what they've been kind of everything surrounding that organization, and for them to still be at the record that they are is like really impressive to me. So the the current interim head coach, Rich Basaccia, he uh, he's been the special teams coordinator and assistant head coach uh, since 2018. Okay. Yeah, good good for him because. This is an opportunity for the the interim to, you know, make a case for himself as a as a coach. And as long as they're winning, then he's gonna be turning some heads uh, for next off season for teams that are gonna need a coach. Um, but yeah, I mean, they got the Raiders. You got the Chargers. Yeah, that, that division is gonna be tough. The Chiefs themselves. So we'll see what happens with that. But um, it's tough to see the Chiefs in this position. You know, who would have thought, man? I, I can't believe it. Bengals up top and Chiefs. Yeah, it's still very early. Like, Rashad said, there's a lot of games. So, well, this will be a completely different conversation when it's towards the end of the year and yeah. there's really nothing they can do. They still have a lot of chance to turn their whole season around. You know, the other teams in their division could drop games as well. So, Word. I feel like I'm watching, like, a, a TV show, bro. Like, yeah. I'm just <laughs> yeah. waiting to see, like, what's going to happen at the, like, at the end like, of the season. Like, it's all about, like, for real. the teams <laughs> consistently just going out there and winning. Like, it's really going to be tough for some teams, especially, like, in that – um, and what is it, Rams division? NFC West? Yeah. Yep. It's a tough division as well. Like, Yeah, the Rams <laughs> just beat uh beat up the Lions a little bit, 28-19. It was a fairly close game. It was pretty entertaining. Um, But, you know, the Lions just – they're not good enough. They just—they're just not on like any level. So, you know, they have some good pieces. They make some good plays, but to the to the, against other teams, you know, it's just not—they're not putting enough together to win games ultimately. Uh, and it stinks because Dan Campbell's great. Uh, I like him for the Lions, uh, especially just with his persona. Uh, if he can keep that up, because taking all those L's, you need somebody like him to. You know, still have that high energy coming into work yeah. every day, you like setting the bar. Yeah, <laughs> so at the very least, you, you need, need something. That. Like he got the he definitely got the energy. Yeah, so to establish that culture there, they could do that. But the Rams had another great game. Cooper Cup went off again. <laughs> Matt Stafford played amazing again, continuing his MVP case. Um, and so it was just business. They just took care yeah. of business. Um, there wasn't too much to talk about there because that's a game they should win. Um, and I think the same goes for the Cardinals. 
You know, they beat the Texans 31 to 5. Um, Yuck. Yeah, a gross score. Uh, but Kyler still continuing his case for MVP as well. Zach Ertz. Zach gotta, Ertz getting some shine. Yep. Nice 40 yard touchdown. Yep. Good for him. Um, I was, yeah, I was very happy to see that. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, of course, the Patriots, they whooped on the Jets. Um, I was glad to see them beat down the Jets. Yeah, that was a, the a classic, classic New England beatdown yeah. right there. <laughs> that just, that I was know good. y'all love seeing I that. Seen, that was good. <laughs> I haven't seen a 50 yeah. piece in a minute. There I you bet. go. 50, 50 piece to restore the feeling. Yep. I mean, yeah, granted, I Zach Wilson went down. You hate to yeah. see that for the Jets. Shout out to him, man. Yeah, Mike White went in there. Couldn't do a damn thing. They yeah. traded, And actually, the Jets just traded for Joe Flacco. Yep. Uh, so he's going to be QB1 while Zach Wilson is out. Uh, for a few weeks with a knee injury. That was, that was quick, honestly. Traded him, quick. got right. him from the Eagles for a six-round pick, right? Or he could become a higher-round pick, depending on how much Flacco plays. The fact that you get a sixth, fifth-rounder <laughs> for Joe Flacco in his, like, 17th season, he's your third quarterback because they have Gardner Minshew at backup, that's dope. So, the Eagles still have a lot to work on. Jalen Hurts uh, hasn't played terrible, but hasn't played that great. Um and so yo, what are y'all thoughts on Jalen Hurts actually? As far as like quarterback, I mean like it's also about the way they're using him too. I heard, I was listening to PFF and they were talking about how a lot of the runs he has aren't like like options or like using the quarterback in like an option way. They just like scheme up these other types of runs for him that like aren't as effective. Yeah. Um, so I think part of it has to do with how they're using him, but part of it is that I don't know if he can make all the throws that they need him to make um, for the offense to go. But, I mean, Devonta Smith has been a nice, good target for him. And um, he's played fairly well um, on early downs. I think yeah. on the later downs, like third down, fourth down, he's played a little bit worse. So, growing pains, though. I mean, he still played, what, 13, 14 games maybe? Yeah, he's, Not he's even a full season. Um, so, there's still some potential there for sure. Yeah, personally, I'm, I'm just, like, not a fan of, like, I just don't understand – why the the talks are so quick like surrounding guys like Tua and Jalen Hurts like why are their their careers with with their respective teams currently like why are their careers in in jeopardy as far as the the speculation surrounding are are these the quarterbacks that can can lead a franchise like I I mean I just think it's because teams want to win now like teams want to find their guy and like like Tua, Tua balled out. He balled out the last two games, but I mean, and he's still up in the air in terms of how yeah. they supposedly feel about him. Yeah, he in house. I mean, like, yeah, it, it sucks to. It definitely sucks looking at it from the players' perspective when it's like, how'd you have all this faith in me? It, like last year, like coming in when Jalen Hurst first came in, that Eagles were like, oh my god, like he's playing really well. Like, oh, he could potentially be da 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 da. Seven games through, it's like, ah, oh, like, maybe we'll trade for Deshaun Watson. Or maybe yeah, we'll yeah, trade yeah. our picks to get a better pick. Like, yeah. And so, I mean, it's yeah. tough. But that's just also the business of the NFL. Like, they're just trying to win now, ultimately. They want to find the best option and not have question marks. And yeah. those guys in the front office, they just – you can tell, like, they don't want to be agreeing up there. And, you know, that leads to <coughs> turmoil up there. And it trickles down to the team. The coaches don't like the quarterback. And then now you got all these other outside factors affecting – the continuity of an offense because you don't know what you want or you don't know how to go about, you know, getting the best out of what you have right now. Because you can only do so much in a season. And it's not like 
Jalen Hurts is like a bad quarterback. Like he, exactly, he's not like better than a lot of starting quarterbacks. But like, I don't think he. He's a young QB. Yeah, he's a young <laughs> starting QB. I think. Yeah, you couldn't tell me he's the reason the Eagles are losing games. Yeah, like, like he's definitely a starting caliber quarterback. And like, just because they lost his game to the Raiders, like they, what's their record right now? The Eagles. What, like two and five? Bro, I mean, I per- I personally like Jalen Hurts a lot. Um, I like the way that he uses his legs. I like the play calls that they actually dial up for him um, because it, it takes the indecision out of it as far as, like, the option and whether to pull or not. That's true. Um, I think he can make just about every throw. I just think his processing time when he's in the pocket I, I is say, too I, long. I think that's what it is. I, I don't think the throws get there when they're supposed to necessarily. Yeah. When he's trying to make those throws. So I, it's more of a timing issue. Yeah. But I don't know enough about quarterbacks to know how you go about rectifying that. Well, I mean, life. you got, like, he and his receivers got to get their yeah. timing down, number yeah. one. But number two, like, when he's going through the progression, like – he be he be like double and triple, um, double and triple taking before like yeah, you know the ball yeah. comes out and it's like yo in the NFL you have to anticipate the throw you yeah. cannot wait until the dude's open or else it's closed. Yeah, because by the time you see him open, it, the window's closing exactly. um, immediately. So definitely something the Eagles are gonna have to figure out. Um, but I mean, in that division, <laughs> who knows what could happen. Uh, even at two and five, because and I mean, yo, for what it for what it's worth, we can't talk crazy about Dallas. Talk crazy about Dallas, like I think I, I mean, said that division. Dallas is one team. Yeah, but I think they're I mean, tied. They're doing, with, they're doing they're tied well because with the people rest of the been, teams. People have been talking crazy about Dallas the past five years. So all right, so talk your shit about Dallas. Go I hype mean, them up. No, no, no. That's all I had to say. That's <laughs> all I had to say. No, I'm not gonna say nothing on Dallas until they do something like throughout the year. Like they always have their little streaks and. People be like, oh, the Cowboys this. The Dallas Cowboys have not shown me anything. So I feel like the Raiders and the Cowboys are being the same types of positions where, like, they can win those games where it's like, damn, like, that's yeah, a good like, team. Yeah, like, the Raiders, like, all right, it's all fine and good. When like, it comes down to it. Two, like, I'm impressed by the Raiders. But, like, the Cowboys, like, them winning games, it's impressive. But it's like, all right, I don't think it will result in, like, playoff wins and them competing. To that's win. Bro, they got the potential defensive player of the year. They have a Mike linebacker or Will linebacker who's all over the field. And they have arguably, like, still – Two of the better receivers in the They've league. They've always like, I mean, had like guys like, but they're Dallas. putting it to get like you. I I can't slight the Cowboys for winning five games. Like I can't I can't do I can't. that. Like so. Spe- I'm no, also Dak, been Dak here is, before with the Dak Cowboys. Dak is definitely though. hooping. I think Dak's playing better than he ever has. So that's definitely yeah. something that is impressive. But like at the same time, I mean. They put it all together and like yeah, they every- always find a way to fuck it yeah, up. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. The Cowboys always shoot yeah. themselves in the foot, so I can't be <laughs> mad at anybody who got a hesitation like, about what that team is now and what they'll look like when you know when push comes to shove yeah. um, in some of these bigger games toward the end of the season. Um, I do expect them to make the playoffs, especially in that division. Like I said, but uh, <laughs> but um, you know it's going to be interesting to see how good they really are once they start playing some uh, some better competition. And, um, you know, they get some of those wins under their belt. And, you know, that's going to be a dark horse candidate Yo, uh, for on. the NFC Championship. A, uh, so, Seattle is down 10-7 to 7 currently in the third quarter. What's uh, Washington's record? 
Speaking of the NFC East, I'm dead. They, uh, they did lose to. <laughs> yeah, they're two and five. Okay, All right. so I remember. I remember. <laughs> I knew exactly yo, where you was going. Here, like, yo, <laughs> oh, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Was, that was crazy. But uh, off season, off season yeah. pods, man. That's crazy. All right, all right. Well, I think I said I had the football team having a better record than the Seahawks. Seattle, Seattle's at two and four. Football team two and five, so Russ is hurt. We don't revisit that six <laughs> weeks. What was that? Russ is hurt for like six weeks. Yeah. Right. Hey man, <laughs> happens. Happens. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, do want to point out that Falcons Dolphins game. We didn't mention it, but uh, Kyle Pitts uh, is a monster, and they're using him like it now. Um, they lined him up at X. They had this guy outside. He was on Xavier Howard. Um, and he, he like, mossed him real quick. So, he did exactly what he had to do. I believe he had over 160 yards. Yeah, back-to-back games were uh, over 100. Yeah, over yeah. 100 yards. And, um, you know, that's one of the things we talked about with the Falcons, drafting a guy like him so high, and you can put him anywhere. Um, like, he's somebody that you yeah. can throw at any position on the field, not just your normal tight end lined up in yeah, line, yeah, but in the slot, him. outside, like, you yeah. can do a lot with them, and now the they're Falcons, starting to utilize it, which is dope to see. Yeah, the Falcons have figured it out, and that's been translating to winning for them. Cause that, that might be yeah. at least two in a row for them, um, or if not, three. But they've, yeah, they've I think been it's winning. three in a row. So use Kyle Pitts. Maybe that correlates to winning. Yo, Cordero Patterson, man, he really does this. Yo, Yo who, hold who, up, hold up. You want to talk about who would have thought? Hold up. Huh? Like He was always like that in Madden, in, in his defense. Yo, I really got <laughs> – Mike Davis really only gave me ten yards. Yo, chill out. But that that I'm not I'm not taking a shot at Mike Davis. It's just like, are y'all gonna use him? Like, nope. Now when they got him. Cordero doing what he's doing, like what? Mike Davis was a guy I was high on going into this season. I Rightfully he, so. Yeah, I mean he showed he showed up for at least half the games last year with with Carolina. It was just like very sudden how Cordero Patterson's like really him right now versatility. <laughs> But, yeah, they – uh, I mean, the Falcons, like, they really got a steal in Cordell Patterson. Like, fast forward X amount of years later, like, yeah, right. they're the team that has figured out how to use him since yes. he's been drafted. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Which, earlier, earlier in his uh, – when he was coming out, he was, like, this a first-rounder yeah, coming out of Tennessee. Yeah. special teamer, Bears. returner. Yeah, and um, he's the type of guy – he's one of those guys – I mentioned it to, to Jamel before, like – He's like one of the like the D'Anthony Thomas, the Tavon Austin, yeah. like Percy Harvins, the guys. Those guys at that point in time when they were playing, they were ahead of their time. Like this, like in this era of, of football, like those types of guys are being utilized more within these op- offenses that we're seeing today. Yeah. But but Cordell Patterson, he's he's one of those those guys that was ahead of his time, and now it's paying dividends for the Falcons. So good for them. I feel bad for the for the Dolphins, man. <laughs> six straight, yeah, that's tough. six straight L's, and I, to go down like that. Yeah, I can see why they're looking into Deshaun Watson. They looking at anything. They like, yo. I was talking to. <laughs> I would have to. <laughs> you might. Yo, chill out. <laughs> we don't care what. <laughs> I was talking to uh, a resident resident Dolphins fan um, from the first season, Javi. And oh, he was man. he was telling me, man, like he's. He's pleased with Tua as far as as far as like how hard he plays. He's like, yo, he's this team is. Bad. He's not doing terrible. This team at is all. trying hard. 
Like they're going out there, giving it their all, and just coming up short every time. That sounds like the Lions to me. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's the NFL. I mean, there's got to be losers. This is nah, like, but where where did they go wrong though? It started when he got hurt well, against the Bills. Well, I mean, they went wrong not addressing their offensive line. Tua is playing fairly well. He's not playing bad, uh, but he makes some throws that are like ah, uh, that you kind of question uh, on the field and um. I think the main thing, though, is that they didn't do anything with the offensive line. They don't have anybody to block. Everybody on the O-line they have is trash. Um, and that's it. I, I think they that's did, their downfall. I think they did. Their, along with their receiving core was depleted for a little bit, too. Um, that, yeah. Will Fuller is like, he stay on the IR yeah. wherever he goes. So. Um, Devontae Parker, he's been injured. And Preston Williams was like supposed to be like a 6'5 specimen. Like, those yeah, guys so haven't been playing. Things so. haven't worked out the way they, they hoped it would, uh, especially because they've invested some in that O-line, in the receivers. Like, Jalen Waddle was playing well, and he got hurt, uh, yeah. I believe. So, um, you know, it's tough because you, you you thought there were so many things that could go right for them. It seems like all of them went wrong, um, which is unfortunate. But, you know, there's you never know what could happen. You know, they could still win a few more games, but they put themselves in position to get another. Oh, actually – did they trade away their pick for next year? No. I can't remember if they did. I don't think. I'm not sure. I don't know. But either way, it uh, looks like a long road ahead for the Dolphins, nonetheless. It's like, so, is it the is it the offense being so mediocre that the defense stays on the field longer and so they get exposed, or is there something actually up with this defense? Yeah, th- because last year defense. we were having a crazy con- like we were yeah. like, yo, what's up with the, the Dolphins D? Yeah, the defense definitely hasn't been holding up its end of the bargain as we thought they would. They're not playing terrible. Um, like they definitely have their moments. Even Howard, I think, still had a pick last game. Um, like they did. They had a lot. They still have some big plays, but it's just not all coming together as they would have yeah. hoped. And that's supposed to be their backbone. And if that faltered then the offense yeah. had less of a chance and you take the offensive struggles all of that just a melting pot of things that could go wrong that went wrong unfortunately so if the if the season ended today and you're the gm for the dolphins like what are you addressing like what how do you go into this offseason like what are you gonna address if based off of what you've seen that's I think wild. it would take the rest of the season, honestly, like because you can't judge off six games. Well, I think I personally but think I if personally this, think off this trajectory. What do you think? I was gonna say I'm I'm asking because I I think it's fair to assume that they won't finish off great with where they are right now at one and yeah. six. So let's I'm gonna assume that I'm assuming that they are they aren't gonna do anything. Right. Um, they're gonna have a, lo- a really bad record. Let's say. All right, this might be crazy, but I think I'm trading Xavier Howard for capital. You, I think you just gave him a new contract though. But I think I'm doing it. I think I'm doing that it. That makes even more sense then, because then you take him off the books. I think I'm. I'm. T- <laughs> I think I'm trading but, him for uh, capital and like trying to figure something out because this ain't it right now. I'll tell you what I'm not doing. I'm not getting rid of Brian Flores. Not gonna do that. Yeah, yeah you did mention that. Definitely, yeah, definitely yeah, don't want to do that. That was the one thing that I was like scared of when I watched that game. I was like, "Damn, bro! I hope they don't like push the panic button and be yeah, like, all right, yeah. Brian, it's over.'" Yeah. All right. So looking at the Dolphins' next what ten games, they have the Bills. I see that as an L. Does anyone disagree? No. <laughs> Texans. That could go either way. Um, I see the Dolphins probably winning that though. Um, the Ravens. I see the Ravens beating the Dolphins. Yeah. 
the Jets, I think the Dolphins will take that one, especially with the Jets' troubles at quarterback. Uh, Panthers, Dolphins, that could go either way. Yeah. Depending, especially if McCaffrey's back by then. This next one can go either way, too. Giants, Dolphins. Yeah, and then Giants, Dolphins could go either way. They play the Jets again, and who knows? They might split with the Jets on yeah. some on some BS. Yeah, yeah. Like Joe Flacco might come in there and do just enough. Nah, that AFC East can get weird sometimes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so then they got the Saints, uh, which could be a tough one, but th- that's also a winnable one. I won't say that's like one they will definitely really? lose. Be- just because the Saints aren't like – as stout as like I I can't just give the Saints a win. In what in what in what in what sense? Defensively, they're stout. I think offensively, like if the Dolphins, if the Dolphins' offense is able to get something going, like the Saints' offense isn't to be like feared right now. If Michael Thomas is back by then, bro, yeah, that's like eight weeks away. From yeah, him. that's true. I mean, he could be back by then, but he could also be out the rest of the season because he hasn't played football in forever. And I'm hey, man, I hit the next arrow to week eight, <laughs> and they gave Michael Thomas projections. So, I don't know. Nah. ESPN might know something I, hope, I don't. I hope so, bro. My fantasy team's needed. I got him in, like, three leagues, and I've just been waiting. Um, but, yeah, that could that, that'll be a tough one for the Dolphins. But So, then they finish the season with the Titans and the Patriots. Titans is going to be a tough one. Um, Patriots is also going to be a tough one. Uh, I'm biased, but I think we'll probably take that um, because we lost to them already. Titans in week 17 – or week 17? Six, yeah. No. Nah, you're not. You're not beating that. Yeah. <laughs> Week 17, nah. Derrick Henry yeah. at the end of the year, forget yeah, it. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Chalk it up. It. <laughs> yeah, nah. It's a it's a long road ahead for the Dolphins. Yeah, it's unfortunate because they were one of those teams that uh, people were on the eye out for going into. Yeah, the as season. a as a Pats fan, I was a little concerned. Like the Dolphins were making moves towards becoming one of the better teams in the division, but. I guess not. Can I get some? Uh, I guess not. Can I get some biggest disappointments from you guys as far as um, you know, overall team seven weeks into the season? Yeah, scroll down. We not talking about the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I honestly have to consider the Lions, bro, because a lot of their games were winnable, and it's like they could very well be a team where we're like, yo, like, if they go zero and six or zero and seventeen, that'll be insane. That would be tragic because there have been many games where they could have very well have like a, at but least be at 500 or have a winning record. So, Aside from the Chiefs. I was going to say obviously the Chiefs, but um, yeah. maybe I was going to say the Colts. I thought the Colts would be very competitive, especially within their division. Um, they are picking things up, but also like for them, like they did have a, a series on, of unfortunate events that happened – right before the season started where Wentz went down and that kind of Quentin Nelson went yeah. out. But I did expect them to be one of those those top-tier teams within the the conference. Um, so I would say the Colts. But they, they're they picking it up with a huge win last night mm-hmm. against the Niners. Um, and Jonathan Taylor, he reminds me of Nick Chubb, like just the way he runs the ball. Like yeah. I was telling Jamel, I'm like, yo, like his, he got crazy breakaway speed. Like, OD. OD, like um, – but I would have loved to see a little more from them. Um, Cleveland, where they at? They also kind of got their bug too, the injury bug. Um, obviously, with yeah, Baker Cleveland's out, going through it. Baker, right now. we don't know if he's gonna play again this year. Um, Odell playing through an injury. Jarvis just injured the same knee that he came back from. Um, but they're also figuring it out too. Like that was a really good game. Uh, 
called up by Stefanski. Uh, shout out to Dearness Johnson. Um, but you know, Cleveland's a team. You know, if, if they're getting Nick Chubb back, um, they have a really good coach. So, but you know, these teams are still figuring it out. Oddly enough, I thought uh, the Giants would be a little bit more competitive um, than they are. But are we really surprised though? Like, you know, I, I mean, mean, I'm not <laughs> surprised, but. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Two and five, but I I just thought at least they their receiving core would be able to like, like keep them in games, and they've been caught by the injury bug too. Because Sterling Shepard been out, Kadarius Tony's been amazing for them, but he's been out. Like, and then um, Kenny Galladay's been out with injury. Like, so all that's going wrong, and their O line is still bad. And yeah, it's not surprising, but it's a dis- it's a disappointment. Again, yeah. for New York fans. And I was only reminded that because I was at Bajali's house yesterday, and he was just reminding me how much of a disappointment they are to New York. So I think Washington takes a cake for me. Washington is Honestly. Uh, probably yeah. up there because th- their defense was supposed to be their backbone, and yeah, it's like their Achilles heel. <laughs> and it's like it doesn't really make much sense. Uh, Taylor Heinke, obviously, he had to come in with – Fitzpatrick going out, and so, you know, you take his play for what it is. He's kept them in games. He's kept it competitive. He runs hard, plays hard, um, and he feeds Terry McLaurin, which is all you can ask for out of a guy um, stepping into that offense. But, you know, it's just not meshing the way they thought it would. Um, How are we feeling about the Bears, man? I mean, we knew Matt Nagy was – actually, you know what? Nap said, said it earlier. We all thought Matt Nagy – well, a lot of people thought Matt Nagy was bugging – because, you know, he's keeping Justin Fields out. What is he doing? And he is still kind of bugging because I think his play call, um, the way they've schemed things up for Justin Fields hasn't been great so far. Um, but at the same time, like, seeing Justin Fields out there, it makes me wonder if it would have been better to just keep him on the sideline until you figured out everything you had on the field and he could just learn – the playbook and continue to develop that yeah, way. They look crazy on offense. They look nuts. <laughs> Yo, they look wild. Every week like, just looks like David oh versus Goliath. Gosh, and it's like, like it's really crazy. Like when they lose like thirty five to three. Yeah, it it was a bad loss. They they only scored three points. I know that. Like I I just thought for me I was a like a huge advocate for Fields in the sense of like the type of quarterback he is in the. The spark he'd be able to kind of provide for an offense, but like, man, they can't get nothing. Like, At all. <laughs> like nothing. Yeah, their O line is bad, um, and that hasn't helped Justin Fields. Damn. I mean, he's been pressured. Al Robinson, a lot. like, what's going on with him? Like, I mean, quarterbacks. I mean, you know, they haven't been in position to even got, get a rob the ball the way they they really need to. And yeah, you got to think about it. Like, you have a terrible offensive line, and then you have a super inexperienced quarterback. Under a terrible offensive line. Then you have you subpar have play calling. Subpar play calling. And then you have, you're the number one wide receiver, so you're getting the majority of the attention anyways. Like, it's not a, it's not a good recipe yeah. for him. Um, I mean, on the, on, the bright, on the bright spot, bro, like, with David Montgomery going down, Damian Williams, he had COVID, Khalil Herbert. Yeah, definitely a second, bright spot. Second straight 100 yards uh, game. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, and against the best run defense in the league at that. I think um, he's the first 100-yard rusher against them Yeah, this so year. That's, that's huge because that wasn't what the fantasy prediction said. So, you the know. Bears just look stuck. That's what it looked like. 
Yeah, they're in limbo <laughs> right now. They don't know what to do. Um, so that's something that's going to continue the rest of the season. I wonder if they'll just keep Justin Fields in in the rest of the season. Are they going to take him out at some point? Like, mm. and they they don't. I feel like they don't even know. But honestly, like they're still what, three and four, which is not bad for like yeah. how. But damn, not terrible. But it's, it's really like, not. It looks like it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, exactly. But so three and four for how they've been is very surprising. If they drop, if they drop, here's a here's a bull take. If they drop two out of the next five, or not, three out of the next five, it's over for Matt Nagy. He's gone. Middle within, of the season? Within the next five games. I you think said how many out of the next five? Three out of the next five is over. Don't let them lose two in a row. <laughs> don't, don't, don't let that, them yeah. lose two in a row. It might yeah, be quicker. It looks crazy. Yeah, next they probably got the craziest looking organization right now. Yeah, that would be, that would be uh, five and like seven. Uh, yeah, that'd be enough for me to fire you. <laughs> I don't run things over there. You made some questionable decisions. Like, yeah, I mean, I we definitely just need to switch up. I feel like if I asked, I would probably. If I'm the owner. I'm bringing Justin Fields in my office. I'm saying, look, we wanted to draft you because I wanted to draft you. <laughs> How do you like, feel about this coach? <laughs> I just hope that like Justin Fields doesn't like. Waste away in Chicago, bro. Cause that's what I'm saying, if he man. Went to New England, or if you would have went somewhere like anywhere else, bro. Chicago ain't the spot for <laughs> Chicago. Ain't the spot. They need to draft four straight <laughs> offensive linemen next year. Yeah, I, it's crazy because there are so many teams that need to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Lord, it's bro. like actually like nuts. Like yeah. clearly there is um what's it called a shortage of old linemen in the NFL. Um, because after these first few teams, it's like it gets it gets yeah bad. Um, but nonetheless, uh, how do you feel about this playoff picture so far? So we saw the top seven for the AFC and the NFC. Are there any teams you think are going to steal a spot from any of the teams that are currently in there? Uh, let's start with the AFC. Yeah, it's just crazy. Back to the Chiefs, man. Like, <laughs> like they could just easily just week to week go on a run and just climb up the the standings and just grab a spot. So like which one of which of these teams currently are is that gonna is gonna Who's go most down? vulnerable right now? Yeah, like you know what I mean? Like the Browns are also depends on schedule too. The, the Browns are competing still without their top quarterback. Like they're good and they have a really good defense. The Chargers, you know how they've been doing, like a promising QB, um high powered offense, like I mean the Chiefs. The Chiefs got to play them again, so that's gonna have huge implications. Like yeah. the Raiders. The Raiders are number two, so the Chiefs got to play them twice. So I got uh, I got the frauds from last year. I got them sneaking in. <laughs> the, the Steelers. The Steelers. I was thinking that too. The Steelers would be the team. I was telling you, Jamal. So yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if like the Steelers and Ravens like overtook the Bengals and like. The Bengals like kind of yeah. Died the Bengals out. is I mean they're obviously they're number one so they're good right now but yeah. that's, they haven't been there mm. <laughs> before. They, yeah. This isn't I'll experience. Like, Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, is there anyone else? Like or, nah, it's just nah. you. They've never they've never <laughs> been yeah, the hunter. Only one way to go for them unless it's up. So I mean, <laughs> there's really two ways. So shit, <laughs> shit I could don't go up. believe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that they'll be able to maintain that this level of play. Uh, you heard it. You heard it. 
Yeah. So I think the Bengals will get better. It'll be tough because I mean you got three teams from that division in the yeah. AFC playoffs, bro. Like that is that as competitive as it gets. What would a with the fourth on the bubble? And then you what got would the playoff appearance do for Joe Burrow. A playoff. I mean win. that'd be great. For playoff appearance at the very least. <laughs> I mean, <where>? second <laughs> second year second year in the league <laughs> yeah, playoff I mean, appearance. Like, Yo, dude, you, the with way, a terrible franchise. Yo, the way this looks right now, the Bengals end up playing the Chiefs <laughs> or something in the fr- oh in the second round because nah, they get say, the bye. But say they don't even finish at one because I don't think they're gonna finish at one. They gonna finish at like three, and they gonna play the last team. Chiefs gonna just make it. Yeah, and that's gonna be that. And then and, then, <laughs> yeah, that, and, and Joe Burrow saying, gonna take like, him out again. This this conference is crazy. Like even if you go down like the Steelers, like Donovan said. I think the Colts slowly could make some noise. New England with a huge win. Definitely can't count them out. Like, it's a really crazy division. Yeah, and I mean, you know, every team got at least two losses. So, you know, add two more losses in uh, out of the next four weeks. I mean, the, the Raiders going to stay afloat? We'll see. That is uh, a. Can they, can they swim with the. They got big a sh- boys? They got a shaky <laughs> foundation right now, <laughs> obviously, over the last couple of weeks, yeah. but they got a big win and. You know, if they can keep this up, man. Good for them, though. For yeah, sure. absolutely. Because, I, I mean, it, I think we met, might have mentioned it, but that team just rallied together and, like, said, like, yo, like, this is our team. Like, we've been playing well. Like, this wasn't about Gruden in the first place. So, the you know, tight, the Titans seem them like them a up. hot team, too, right now. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely uh, happy to see what they did. Like, it seemed like for them, the start of the season, they lost to the Jets, which wasn't an. A good look, which is kind of crazy, but yeah, that threw off my whole perspective of them. Yeah, like, but they're yeah. kind of like, getting back to form for them to be five and two. Like, that's kind of you know, yeah, and it's crazy. I mean, Julio's still just fighting through this hamstring, <laughs> he will not rest. He's chilling on my <laughs> fantasy bench. I'm just waiting. Yeah. AJ Brown's back, like, he just put yeah. up what 133. Yep, he just went off like eight receptions, did AJ like, Brown shit. <laughs> And, um, you know, that Titans offense, I mean, it, it looks great. Even when Derrick Henry has 20 carries for 69 yards or whatever yeah, it is. Like, Derrick's going to be on the field. You know what I mean? Like, like they beat the Chiefs by brother. 24. <laughs> Derrick Henry had averaged three yards a carry. Like, yeah. what if things were clicking? Like, the Titans didn't even play their best game against them. <laughs> like, it could have been much worse. So, that is a scary team to see in the playoffs, as they always are. Um, as of late, act, uh, at the least. And then you got the Bills. I mean, that team right there is a yeah. pretty stout team. Um, they're coming up fresh off a of bye week. So, you know, I think that's a team that's going to make its run in the first place. The Bengals, I don't think, are going to last uh, up there. I think they'll still fight for a playoff spot, though. Y'all know what it comes down to, though, like almost every year, right? It's like the last four weeks. Like, who yeah. who heats up? At the right time, Word. the last four weeks going into the playoffs, like that's who has momentum. Steelers lost like five in a row, like barely got in the playoffs and then lost. <laughs> it was just like, was yeah, gross. we saw that coming. Yeah. Um, and so there's going to be a team like that this year. What's uh, up with this um, this NFC? Yeah, and the NFC. I'm glad to see the Vikings there. Not No bull, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I was going to say the Vikings are one of my teams. Uh, that's a, the question you asked earlier. Like, I think that I was going to say the Vikings, but I'm not like disappointed in them. I just want them to be better. Like I, always, yeah. I've always wanted them to be better than they've been, and it's just like I don't know what it is. Sometimes like they just lose stupid games and do stupid things. Like some of the decision making, I don't know. Um, but they still have their holes. They're one of my favorite teams in the NFC, though. Decision making from who? Um, just overall. Um, 
Players make decisions. Coaches make decisions. Players make decisions. Coaches make decisions. Look, man, not Kirky, I'll tell you that. <laughs> not Kirky, yo. Not Kirky, yo. Um, but, uh, yeah, number one in the NFC, man, we got the Cardinals, man. They uh, are still undefeated, too. Uh, let's point that out. Um, in the NFC West. And uh, the Bucks right behind them is 6-1. Packers, Cowboys, Rams, Saints. They, um, the Cardinals, they definitely got a little nice little spot on the Packers with, with Devontae Adams being out Thursday. Yeah, that is that is a uh, big huge <laughs> to say the least dude. <laughs> think about think about how much that changes like yeah. prepping for the cardinals defense but at the same time it's like you don't focus on Devontae adams so who do you focus on you know what i mean aaron jones is another weapon in the offense yeah but aaron Rodgers, like maybe just, he can do some a rod shit yeah, yeah. like definitely not counting them out for wing sure it to anybody you do have to focus on someone but it's like all right like you're just glad to have Devontae adams <laughs> yeah yeah plate. you're just glad like, that he's not on the field you're you're like, you're like we'll take care of him. yeah <laughs> whoever, whoever, else, else, whoever else out there we can work with this <laughs> but this guy we'll be all right but he's not playing right all right all right, all right. um no nah, i saw something crazy bro he got like he gets like thirty three percent of the target shares, like within that offense. Yeah, rightfully so. Which I mean, is yeah. like way above average. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Right. When you look at him, and then you look at the next receiver after him, bro, the gap is very wide. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. is absurd. So, but I wonder, I wonder, right? Like, I think I was looking at when we was watching the Titans game yesterday. They were saying something like AJ Brown has twenty five percent. Right. Yeah. I mean, granted, the Titans run heavy offense. Yeah. 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 But for what it's worth, like 25%, like you're the number one receiver, yeah. hands down. Yeah. 33? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. 33 is nuts. Like, yeah. Like, look, man, I'm probably looking your way. Word. <laughs> one out of every three times I drop back is you. Yeah. Who y'all Who y'all picking from that game? Um, For the. Uh, for the. Cause that's, I think oh, Cardinals, Cardinals Packers. Packers. Uh, who's home? I don't even know. Yeah, Devontae yeah. Adams not playing as hard as to take the Packers. I got to go against against my guy this time. I'm going to go with the Cards. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Unfortunately, we're all going to agree here. Man, they rolling, bro. Like, yeah, like they're and they're rolling, and their offense is doing what they do. But it's the defense, like. But, but at the same time, that's the exact time when they going to lose. Is <laughs> when. You just think everything oh, man, going yeah. right, and then Arizona's, it's just like, all right, well. Arizona's home, so I'm going oh, with the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah, the Cardinals look like they'll win that one, but it's going to be a tough game nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, they make a couple of mistakes, and who knows? Packers might find themselves on top. I uh, wouldn't be too surprised. And Rodgers is there, so. Absolutely. Uh, but in the NFC, I mean, you know, that Cowboys team, suspect, but they're there. And, uh, you know, I like it because I like Dak. I like the offense. I'm just worried, like, same with the Bengals. Like, they just haven't been there. Like, they haven't sustained great play for a long time. And, yes, they're 5-1 and one now. What are they going to be in 10 weeks? I don't know. Um, Things are clicking, man. Like, like people are healthy, too. And I think yeah. that's, like, a big – like, yeah. obviously, this is big for any, any NFL team, right? Like, health yeah. being – like, the but, best thing you can do is be available. But the fact that Zeke looks like Zeke again – yeah, that's huge for them. And, and uh, Dak is there. The O line has been pretty healthy, um, from what I understand, and uh, and they're winning the games they need to win. I mean, they only got one loss, so that's definitely a team you can't count out. It's definitely tough at the top, though, in the NFC. I mean, with the Cardinals and the Bucks, I don't see the Cowboys 
beating them. It would be, you know, a tough one for them. But the Rams <laughs> at the fifth seed, uh, if the playoffs started today, um, you know, they're a team that's just on all cylinders. I mean, we got seven and zero, six and one, six and one, five and one, six and one. Like, we thought the AFC was competitive. The top, the top five have one loss each in the NFC. Um, and, I mean, there's variance in competition there, so who knows, uh, you know, specifically how that all breaks down. But um, Somebody got to play the NF- NFC yeah, East. Yeah, <laughs> like, Somebody got to beat up on the, on the football team and, and the Eagles and, and all of them, so. Uh, couldn't say the Giants. <laughs> oh, I forgot about them. I didn't. I forgot about them, bro. That's how you know they're the Giants, bro. But um, Rams are definitely one of my favorite teams coming out um of the NFC to make a run to the NFC Championship. Uh, you know, I think they'll beat up, beat the Cardinals at some point. Um, you know, if they get to them in the playoffs. But the way Stafford playing, it's hard not to have confidence in that offense. Who y'all got? Who y'all got for early season MVP? Go. Matt Stafford. Okay. Colin Murray. Okay. Or Derrick Henry, but we know that's not going to happen, so. Tom Brady. Mm, tough. TB12. I think yeah, before. I say either Tom Brady or I, I'd go Justin Herbert. Justin Fields? Okay. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think before, I before they lost yesterday, I was going to go with Lamar. I think he was on his way. Yeah, I mean, probably it, go. I probably go Henry. And those are all viable MVP candidates. All, all those guys definitely in the conversation. So and they'll be in the conversation. Uh, Jameis out here yelling at his receiver. Yo, that's mad funny. <laughs> but um, it's still gonna be exciting to see. Like I said, in a couple of weeks, I mean, we'll eventually revisit uh, what the playoff picture looks like once it all shapes out a little bit more closer to the end of the season, uh, so we can get a better idea of how things are gonna shape up um, and see which games are gonna be most vital to teams being able to make that push. Um, but that's all we got for you guys tonight. Uh, appreciate every listener taking the time to listen to the Zone Talk podcast. Follow us on all of our socials at Zone Talk Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we will catch y'all later. Zone Talk, Zone Talk, Zone Talk. I'm the type of make a move and don't nobody know. You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl. All I need is any with a little bit of dope. Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go, yeah. Never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro. We can do it faster, we can do it slow. Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door. I know what your spots like, I've been there before, yeah. I left my main hoe, now my son my main hoe. Jigga chain clothes, live exquisite, they know. Before my plane clothes, get the bag and race home. Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes. Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Rich or poor, I'm still gonna live by the same code. Off the throne, it's how to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey, quarter on the beat, I told him go off. I ain't never been the type to show off. And I ain't never pressed, don't make me go off. Hey. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. It's still my bike crib from north up to prospect. Kill these niggas, bite me hard, I feel like ho. They feel these niggas flex too hard, they care about hoes for real. Yeah. Top speed, OD, low key on me. Top speed, OD, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only tryna blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dice just like a racer.
top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah.